The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It's 15 after 11 o'clock and of course we're looking at this particular issue now. Labour Minister Tulas Nesi last week getting a tongue lashing uh, from Parliament's Standing Committee on Public Accounts, SCOPA. It's over the financial state of the compensation fund. The committee has ordered him to conduct a full forensic investigation after very worrying findings by the Auditor General. Mkuleko Klengwa is the chairperson of Parliament's Standing Committee on Public Accounts. Mr. Lengwa, thank you so much for joining us today and apologies for coming a little late to your interview this morning. Again, good morning to all the listeners. Let's talk about the problems that you have identified in in particular at the compensation fund and and why it is that you've been so hard on the Labour Minister in terms of really getting to the bottom of what's happening there. Um, the Auditor General's finding over the past 10 years have given us uh, eight disclaimers and two adverse audit findings, which is the worst, of course, you can have mm. um, in any of the audit outcomes. Um, year in and year out, uh, Parliament has given benefit of the doubt to the Department of Labor and now Employment and Labor and the Commission and the Commissioner as well that... Uh, the audit plans are going to turn things around at the compensation fund. But quite clearly, uh, that is not happening. Uh, And so the committee was of the view that this matter needed to be investigated from a different perspective, uh, which was a full-scale forensic investigation, because it seems to us that the inaction is deliberate uh, on the part of some quarters uh, at uh, at the compensation fund. And so that is why we are roping in the SIU um, and the Auditor General uh, to work with the and liaise with the minister uh, to set into motion a process um, for audit, for the full-scale forensic audit. Uh, and the minister has been given 30 days to come back to us on that plan. Uh, well, something mm-hmm. has got to give. Uh, and maybe just as an illustration of how bad things are, since that meeting that we have had uh, last week with the minister and the compensation fund, we've been receiving complaints from across the length and breadth of the country, mm. people saying that they are in agreement uh, with the outlook we are taking because things are just not moving, matters are not being attended to. And so the, in our view, there is, a fundamental collapse of systems and controls um, at the compensation fund, and the responsible persons are not giving due attention to these matters. What compounds the problem further is you've got a very functional internal audit and audit committee, actually, at the compensation fund, which has consistently and persistently been raising these issues, particularly in the month-to-month and quarter-to-quarter reporting of the compensation fund, and then, of course, confirmed by the AG. But what is not happening is a, a concrete and positive response to those issues as a means of turning things around. Mm. And so in all this time, of course, then the compensation fund will bleed money, will not be in a position to fulfill its mandate. Um, and it is the workers um, actually who then bear the brutal brunt um, of this collapse of this institution, which we cannot allow to happen. So what we want this forensic 
investigation to do is, amongst others, for us to go to the root cause of these collapses um, so that we can institute effective and efficient responses and mm. corrective action. The last point, Sisket, is that we have also directed the minister to perform a special uh, audit and assess performance assessment on the Director General of the Department of Employment and Labor and the Commissioner of the Compensation Fund because both these individuals have been there more than five years. Mm. So, And they are the persons responsible, the accounting officers of the institution, entity, who actually all these things are happening on their watch and there is inaction on their watch. And so we are of the view that they must be held responsible um, directly for the challenges uh, and the collapse of mm. the um, compensation fund, um, given the audit outcomes, which year and year have just been a disaster, to say the least. Mr. Shengwa, it's often said that, you know, in, 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 in organizations where there is chaos and distress, at least to, to the extent that we're seeing at the compensation fund, sometimes the situation is allowed to be that because there are people who are benefiting from the broken down system. Do you have reason to believe that that in fact has been the case of the compensation fund, that regardless of how bad institutionally things may be, there could well be people who are benefiting from its state in its current form. Of course, and that's precisely why we want a forensic investigation, because it cannot be that for 10 years, your audit outcomes are the worst of the worst, and you are supposed to be developing audit turnaround plans, action plans. Your audit committee is pointing you in the direction of where the problems are, but you just sit and twiddle your thumbs and allow things to, 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 to derail. And as you rightly say, Chaos makes oversight and accountability difficult. It creates a conveyor belt um, for um, corrupt beneficiation in the system. And so we need to nip it in the bud um, and have this investigation because, amongst other things, what is quite clear, though, is that the systems have been corrupted to the point that even if you were to bring in new management, there would be... Uh, you know, it's a poison chalice. Mm. So you need to clear the woods now and do first things first and and, and have an investigation which is going to give you recommendations about the improvement of systems. I mean, one of the basic things that needs to happen um, at the compensation fund is the digitization of the fund. And this is, of course, across the spectrum of the portfolio of employment and labor, including the UIF, who will be appearing tomorrow, probably along similar lines as well of the same challenges. But your your, your assessment is one that has triggered, actually, amongst others, why we want this investigation, because this chaos is benefiting some. We'll continue our conversation with Mkule Kohlengwa, who is uh, the chairperson of Parliament's Standing Committee on Public Accounts, in a short while. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're in conversation with Scopa's chair, Mkuleko Klengwa. It's on the state of the compensation fund. Mr. Klengwa, Parliament did previously uh, conduct an oversight visit to the compensation fund. What became of the commitments that were given to MPs then uh, uh, to, to fix the situation? They've all amounted to naught. Um, and as I've been saying, 
we had given the benefit of the doubt to the mm. commitments that had been made and the audit um, action plans which had been presented to us. Uh, but we first came to realize that we were being taken for a ride uh, because if you look at the um, audit outcomes, um, probably even if you sample the last five years, uh, notwithstanding the 10, you will find that the findings here in Europe are the same. It's the same issues being repeatedly raised um, by the Auditor General, and there is just inaction on the part of management. And in our mm. view, that is mm. um, a dereliction of duty um, and one which requires to be um, dealt with with the seriousness that it deserves. And so the Minister is actually duty bound um, to provide an explanation to us. Uh, which will substantiate the findings he will make insofar as the performance assessment that we want. Mm. And I'm sure that the second leg to that will be for the Director General um, and the Commissioner of the Fund to explain to us why they should remain in their positions given the sad state of affairs in an entity within their jurisdiction uh, and, 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 and the collapse of the institution which is happening on their watch and they have been part of the furniture for lack of a better term and having been in those positions for the past five years and more mm. uh, with the entity that is just in the doldrums for the past 10 years. One would think that the Labour Minister would have prioritised this issue including even just the the, the, the the recommendation to conduct an oversight visit without the, the encouragement if I can put it that way from Parliament. Yes, the minister did report to us that he has already uh, commissioned a, a structural um, assessment of the fund and an audit, but he had not arrived at a, a forensic investigation determination. So we are quite confident that the two processes, if they dovetail, uh, they will result in a turnaround um, for the uh, institution. So the report that the minister must provide to us by the 21st of June um, is that um, one which must explain how his process will work with our process. I know that uh, in the press release we had said uh, the minister must provide the explanation by the 20th, but we realize mm-hmm. the 20th is a Sunday. So just for public record that the report is due on the 21st of June and not the 20th. All right. Let me quickly take a call on this issue. Eddie, in Urdendals, Russ. Good morning to you, Eddie. Yes, yeah, thank you very much, Ms. Kate. Yes, yes, hello. Hi. You no, no. I just feel it's a whole thing. What's the hala? Really, now are you now in the compensation fund, really? Mm-hmm. Can these people stop, really? You know? This is the most important fund for, for our people, especially those who are injured at work and so on. Mm. Why really we also we are also visiting this one? The last one that will be visited is Sasa. You know, our people must stop this corrupt, corrupt, corruption. Tadegodi, um, I mean, Tadegodi yeah, was uh, the chairperson. And, you know, I just pray that you don't, fail, you don't fall into that trap of just talking without action. It's my prayer that God give you strength, that we must deal with these corrupt people. And I agree, ministers must account. You know, maybe the last point that, um, that we, we need to check mm. is to go straight to the president. To say, president, your ministers are not doing oversight. Can you also do the same what, we, uh, what the Houghton did with Masuku, the oversight that he failed to, 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 to check on, on his officials? Can't we do that even to, to the minister of labor? 
it's so embarrassing because he's a member of the SACP. Thank you very much. All right, all right, Eddie. Mr. Sengwa? No, I, I, I fully agree and, 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 and one fully appreciates uh, the, the, the public anxiety which currently prevails in so far as the management uh, of government entities is concerned. Uh, but it's in the context that the, the, the extent of state capture may have only looked at to SOEs and we did not, you know, focus ourselves on the uh, institutions which facilitate the improvement of lives of people generally, so mm. Compensation Fund, UIF, uh, SASA, and so on. And a lot of wrong has happened in those institutions, and we are really peeling an onion here, Kate, and we as a committee fully recognize that we've got our work cut out. I mean, we've, uh, we've employed a similar outlook uh, and, and roadmap for the National Skills Fund as well, because we met with the Minister mm. of uh, Higher Education, Science and Technology just last week, because the situation there is just as dire. And he too has been directed mm. that he must come back with a roadmap um, towards um, forensic investigations. And I want to really appreciate uh, the cooperation which we have been receiving Mm. from the Auditor General and the SIU. They are making it possible for us to uh, execute our parliamentary mandate insofar as this work is concerned. And I think that the cooperation of law enforcement agencies is integral to turning things around because consequence management and the recoveries of state losses, uh, amongst others, is what is going to ensure that the preventative measures we want to put in place are actually functional. So on that score, um, we, we, we are quite uh, alert and aware of the public concerns and anxieties, and we receive them daily, and we are trying our level best to respond to issues uh, in the best possible time. Mkulego Fiangwa is the chairperson of Parliament's SCOPA. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you very much. It's 11.30. Let me take you to Anne Musa, who's standing by with your latest news headlines.